Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha. I'm Generation X. I'm Micah, the boomer. We are Dame Talk. So in the last episode, each of the dames shared a brief intro to give you, our dear listener, a better idea of who we are uh, and what we're doing with this podcast. Though we're all from different backgrounds with different experiences and passion, one thing that brings us together and indeed really drives this podcast is the idea of supporting other women in the workplace. And that's what brings us here today. This is Molly, and today we're talking about supporting other women or even supporting our coworkers more broadly, which may seem like a pretty obvious thing to do. Uh, and kind of a non-topic for conversation and for an episode, uh, but we all know that's not true. So we know that there's a lot of negativity or there can be a lot of negativity in the workplace. And the worst case of this is bullying. Uh, in fact, according to one study, which is a bit outdated from, I think, 2008, um, 40% of workplace bullies are women. Uh, and while men apparently uh, tend to bully equally across genders, uh, women are most often targeting other women. So 70 to 80% of the time, women who are considered bullies in the workplace are bullying other women. So dames, I'm curious, how do you feel about that? Uh, that 70 to 80% of the time, women bullies are targeting other women. Does that resonate with your experience? Well, yeah, actually, in my experience, I think I do agree with the statistic. Since most of the opposition I faced in the workplace or even in school was from other women rather than other men, mm. I think everyone's mindset is to help themselves first rather than helping others. Like, I'm all for pushing yourself to achieve your goals, just as long as it's not at the expense of others or the camaraderie within the workplace. Mm. Great point. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I have not experienced bullying from other women in the workplace, but I did work in beauty and beauty is very, very cliquish. So while I would not consider that to be bullying, when there are cliques and you're not a part of one, you can end up feeling very unsupported in the workplace. Isolated, I would think. Absolutely, right? isolated. And how would you say, uh, Arnisha, Micah, um, being in the workplace a little longer than uh, Natalia and myself, um, This so this stat was from a study from 2008, 2009. Do you feel like you've seen any kind of shift over your careers in the way that women are supporting each other or just in kind of the general tone of workplaces? I would say I've seen a shift because when I was listening to you, the experience I thought of was something that happened to me when I first started out in corporate and I didn't recognize it as bullying. That's the other thing. So sometimes things can happen to you from other women or other men and you think it's them being negative as opposed to them being a bully. And you notice that your confidence starts to go down as people bully you. And so if you can recognize it for what it is, then it can help you bolster yourself in the workplace and try to combat it. Um, but I do think that in my later experiences, women have been more helpful and more uh, willing to support me. But it's also, I think, the attitude that I might have, that my confidence is more uh built up now. And maybe because of that, they way, the way I interact with women may be a little different. So it could be a combination. Yeah. And, and I do think that things have changed. I think that uh, supporting women is more in the forefront than it has been in the past. Uh, I think that a lot of the bigger organizations have tried to set up different groups so that they are 
having women mentor other women in, in, in companies. I think companies are starting to make a little bit more of an effort to help support women in, in the workplace. So I think that we're in a better place than we were when this study was done. Are we there? I doubt it seriously, but I do think the progress has probably been made. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, I, I didn't experience bullying, but I, I've been really fortunate in that I have uh, have worked with several women who ultimately became and still are mentors for me in my career because they were so supportive. Um, but apparently that isn't something that's commonplace. I, I know I've been pretty lucky in that way. That's great. Yeah, I think one thing that was really interesting when I was looking up some statistics on this is that though this study is pretty outdated, I would say, um, there's really doesn't seem like there's been anything new. There's been no updated study on this. So even articles that are taking that are out there today are still quoting this same study. So I'd be really curious to see, you know, from yes, from our own own experiences and anecdotes, I'd be really curious to see what what's really going on out there. On the flip side, I would guess that none of us would be sitting here doing this podcast if we hadn't also experienced quite a bit of support from other women over the years. Uh, personally, I've been really lucky to have some great female mentors and peers who have come really become really close friends. And Micah, I certainly would not be sitting here without having worked closely with you. And there are plenty of times when talking out a challenge uh, with you helped me see things through a new perspective and really kept me from doing or saying things I definitely would have regretted. Um, and so I would love to hear from you all on how support from other women has really impacted your work so far. I think for me, I was very blessed because my first job out of undergrad, there was an African-American woman who worked at my same company. She was a few years older than me. And she really took me under her wing. She showed me the ropes. She told me who to look out for, who to watch out for. And since she was more senior and she was at the table, oftentimes during conversations where my name might have come up or other important information might have been discussed, then she would pull me aside and she would share it with me. And it would help me to know where I needed to improve or what things I needed to do without having to always work with my manager or talk to my manager. So it kind of gave me a little bit of an edge. And she had a, she's a very funny woman because she would say to me, listen, some of the things I'm telling you are not necessarily things you should know, but <laughs> if you ever tell anyone, I will tell them you're a liar <laughs> and they will believe me because I've been here longer. So keep your mouth shut. So I learned very early on when people share confidential information with you, how important it is not to go blabbing and not to let people know that you have this edge or you have this information um, because it puts both you and that person sharing with you at risk, not encouraging people to share confidential information necessarily, <laughs> but sometimes it's just helpful to to know what's happening behind the scenes. And if you have someone to tell you that, that's excellent. Um, and to this day, she is one of my dearest friends and I'm her uh, son's godmother. So that relationship really developed and it was literally my first um, job out of college and I actually moved to a new city because I moved to Los Angeles from the Midwest. So it was all new to me. And so having her just made the ultimate difference. Wow. I had another situation that was actually really positive. I worked for a small company that had a female CEO, small hair care company that had a female CEO. And I got to tell you, she was really, really tough. She was demanding and her personality was somewhat difficult. 
but she was very, very smart. I would say to this day, she's one of the smartest women that I've ever worked with. And she wanted to teach me. I don't know why. I didn't ask her to be my mentor, but she truly, truly wanted to, to teach me. I was the head of her marketing department at the time, and she would include me in finance discussions and decisions, sales discussions and decisions, operations discussions and decisions. So I was exposed to all of the different areas in terms of running a business. So here I was a marketing person uh, that she would make sure I was brought up to speed on what the issue was we were dealing with. And she would seek my opinion on the decisions that had to be made. So I really learned more about what it takes to not just run a marketing department, but the decisions that have to be made in terms of running a company. Um, she even had one time, she even had me working closely with her on looking for new office space. So I was learning how to negotiate leases wow. for office space, which was, which again, was an incredible, you know, incredible experience. You know, at the time, truthfully, I would get a little annoyed because I had a ton of marketing <laughs> things I had to do. You know, there's always a lot to do in marketing in small companies because you do so much. So I would get a little annoyed that she kept would pull me into these things. Um, but in hindsight, I really, really just appreciate what she did. And I realized after the fact how much I learned. Mm -hmm. It was excellent prep for future jobs that I had where I was an executive and we were as an executive team making very similar decisions. I wasn't a fish out of water. I knew the types of questions to ask. So it was excellent, excellent prep. And you know, I couldn't, I can't thank her enough for that because she just included me in those things, even though I begrudgingly <laughs> did it. You know, so I, my my advice truthfully would, would be to always be willing to learn more outside mm -hmm. of your area of expertise. Yeah. Because even though right now you might feel like I did, like it's a bit of a bother, why is she pulling me into this? Because I have so much to do on my own. I realize in hindsight that it made me a better business professional. I'm not just a good marketer, but a better business professional. Yeah, I think a couple of things, like totally agree with this idea of having somebody who is willing or interested in teaching you. I think it's been so interesting. I've had, you know, different bosses and just different, you know, colleagues and everything. And the difference between somebody who really is interested in investing time and really helping you grow is so important. Um, you know, I wish you could find that everywhere, but when you do find it, it's it's so great. And then the other thing was that um, uh, this idea of embracing jobs that are outside your job description. So I had uh, a manager, my first full time job out of college, and um, she what I said, what I call voluntold me to do a few things. So um, <laughs> which at the time, of course, I agree. I was also I was a little bit like super annoyed when I was being asked <laughs> to do these things. Uh, one was to join our uh, Toastmasters club that we had at work uh, to become a better public speaker. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other one was joining this kind of internal uh, employee engagement committee, which I ended up becoming a co-chair of. And I ended up becoming getting voted as the VP of PR for our Toastmasters club. And I got into both of them. You know, I ended up being very interested uh, and they've, both of those things have really, really helped me looking back on it. Um, but I would have never done them unless this manager had not, you know, strongly encouraged me <laughs> to sign up. So it's one of those things that I look back on and I'm so grateful that she did. And I'm so grateful then that I, I got involved in them. So it's great. Totally agree. So I've come across a lot of ideas and tips on how we can be supportive of each other in the workplace. Um, even when things like competition are going to be still part of the day-to-day. -day. 
uh, competition is always going to be part of work and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, uh, but it's more perhaps how we approach it. So some of the tips that I've come across, you know, include sharing your own challenges. So if you're struggling with something or if you have struggled with something, you know, being really open about it, not acting like you got to where you are because everything was smooth sailing, um, but being really open and transparent. Uh, bonding with women and with men and with other coworkers um, over positive things instead of shared enemies. So I know I've certainly fallen into this trap where you've got that one person who just drives you crazy. And so you and all your coworkers go out to happy hour and just uh, share some not so nice thoughts about that person. And sure, it does bring you together, but it brings you together around something negative, which then just perpetuates that negative uh, environment. Encouraging the other women around you. So if something, someone shares an idea, they're not in the room and it gets brought up again, making sure that, you know, it's clear that that other woman, made, it was her idea. So encouraging them to really use their voices and recognize them when they do. And then one of the things that I thought was really interesting was this idea of observing the language we use. So avoid falling into kind of gendered or stereotypical language. Um, and so the idea of um, even just falling into this idea that, you know, men are going to be more are going to be more assertive versus women are considered aggressive and just watching our language that we use. Uh, so, and Micah, you mentioned earlier in the episode the idea of building confidence, which can help us, you know, ignore or not be phased by things like bullying or negativity. Uh, so what else? Anything you would disagree with? Anything you'd add? What do y'all think? So definitely piggybacking off of our Nisha. Um, I think we've taken a lot of steps forward um, towards better equality, not even just in the workforce, but in life in general between men and women. But unfortunately, some people still see women as second class citizens. And at a time like this, I think instead of having more competition, and toxicity in the workplace or even in school or even between friends. Mm -hmm. um, I think women should really band together so we can combat this toxic idea of, oh, this person's lesser than, or this person shouldn't be in the position that they're in. So more camaraderie between women or just people in the workforce would definitely benefit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I mean, I, I totally agree. I, I think one of the things that I try to do as a manager is make sure that my women employees are paid equal to their male counterparts. So where I can raise their salary when I know it's not equal, I always do that. Or where I can bring them in at a salary that is level to their male counterpart. So that's one of my personal passions because it is so unequal. And until women start helping other women as they come into the workplace, and men are just as responsible. We just have to consciously make a decision that this is going to change. And every time you can make a difference, and that's how I feel about myself, I do that with pay. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. That is great, Micah. You know, and you mentioned your passion is doing that um, for women. My passion is really mentoring. So, you know, I, I really don't want to sound like a broken record, but you'll hear me say that often. I think that there's nothing like giving back. It's so much more fulfilling. And it doesn't have to be someone that reports into you. It could be someone who just needs someone to guide them along their career path. Mm 
And it's not, it, sometimes people get a little intimidated about mentoring when they hear about mentoring someone else. And that intimidation comes from, oh, is it going to be a huge sacrifice? Is a big responsibility? Sometimes it's grabbing a coffee with somebody for 15 to 30 minutes after work and just giving them some good advice, you know, so that they can move forward and they can get some information from you. So I, I'm really, really big on mentoring. I think there's nothing like having someone you can turn to to help guide you along your career path. I totally agree, too. And just a quick question on that, Arnisha. So I agree. Mentoring is awesome. And I have definitely been the beneficiary of some really awesome mentors um, so far in my career, which has been really helpful. How would you recommend that people go about finding mentors? Because I think it's sometimes it can be an awkward, it can be an awkward ask to ask for help or to ask for guidance. So how would you recommend people, women do that? Honestly, I think that's when you have to step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. If you see someone that is either a person that you feel is climbing a ladder and you want to follow in their footsteps, or there's something about them that just feels very approachable and you think you can speak with them and you can learn from them, I think you have to step out of your comfort zone, go up to them, introduce yourself and say, I'm interested in this. Would you please be my mentor? I think that we oftentimes miss out on opportunities as women because we aren't given a voice even as young children, right? You encourage your boys to speak up. You know, you got to encourage your girls to speak up just as much, if not more so. I feel that we have to step out of our comfort zones and say, you know what? That woman's doing something. You know, I, I want to learn from her. Let me start a conversation with her and ask her if she'd be willing to mentor me. And I, I, I would say... More often than not, that woman's going to be very flattered and very happy yes. that you did that. Yes. Because she may not have come to you, but if you come to her, then she knows you want to learn more from her. And you'll get such a positive response that I think people don't understand how much women want to mentor other women. So, you know, take that chance and ask that person. And sometimes you don't always have to formalize it. Sometimes you can just start building the relationship by asking them coming to their office when their door is open or, you know, to their cube these days, you know, their open desk plan, whatever it is, just start approaching them and asking them questions and then building that relationship naturally. That's one way of doing it. If you want a mentor, then you can also formalize it where you say, I'm trying to get this out of this relationship. And you tell that mentor so that she knows as she's working with you, the specifics of how to help you better. And sometimes that can make the relationship stronger. And sometimes the relationship doesn't have to be endless. It could have a, an end point. Yes. So it yeah. could be, I really want to get promoted. And when you get promoted, you're, you're like, thank you. I will stay in touch. Maybe we'll be friends or maybe we'll just, you know, but at least that person has helped you to achieve whatever that goal is. That's a good point, Micah. There's a, actually, I have a mentee that I never met initially. She found me on LinkedIn. She messaged me through LinkedIn. She and I agreed to have a conversation. She asked me in the conversation if I'd be her mentor. And literally, she and I, truthfully, we just check in when she's in transition. Because right. she's, I've been through transition a few times. So she either wants to tap into my network or she wants to get some advice on her resume or how to maneuver or how to approach a specific company. So it's almost to your point, Mike, it's an in and out mentorship, mm -hmm. but she knows that I'm there. I'll always schedule time to, to, to connect with her, but she knows that I'm there when she, when she needs me. This is great. This was at least for me, super helpful. And hopefully for other people too. I know I've struggled with the idea of 
you know, I don't want to be a burden to someone else. I don't want to feel like I'm just coming to them because I am in transition or I need something, you know, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm really hesitant to do that. And I always feel very, uh, a little self-conscious. So that's great. That's great to hear that it's going to be most likely always welcomed. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that, you know, people are happy to, happy to help. That's our show for today. It was great talking about ways we can support other women in the workplace. This is, of course, a theme that's going to keep coming up across the podcast. Um, so thank you so much for listening in. Coming up on our next two episodes, getting the job you want starts with the interview. And once you get the job, you got to be able to negotiate the salary. If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.